On this episode, we're going to discuss how and why e-commerce brands should get personal and intimate with their customers using SMS marketing campaigns. We'll be discussing SMS campaign types for abandoned carts, product drops, and for two-way customer support communications. Do stay tuned as you do not want to miss this one. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital-native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or four-fold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. And Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear firsthand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. The 2X e-commerce podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for email and SMS messaging. Whether you're launching your e-commerce business by taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo gives you the tools to get growing faster. That's why it's trusted by over 30,000 e-commerce brands like Brooklyn, Non, and Choppies. Build your customer list, send emails that pop, and create marketing moments that build valuable customer relationships over any distance. Get started for free today. Visit clavio.com slash 2x to create your free account. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash 2x. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth, cloud-based e-commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. Rewind will protect Shopify and BigCommerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches, and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's the deal for 2Xs. 
if you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, that extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind backups. Remember to head over to Rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kune Campbell, and this is a podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail and you know, direct-to-consumer e-commerce. I think that's a better term for mid-tier e-commerce. Now, on this show, I handpick my guests who come in because I they're either experts or they have hands-on experience as founders you know, at direct-to-consumer, um, direct-to-consumer businesses. So um, if you're looking to convert metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic and ultimately sales, you know, I try and bring the best of the best onto the show. Speaking of which, this is a part two. Um, I have with me Alex Bella, who's the co-founder and president of PostScript. He is one of the world's foremost experts on SMS and e-commerce, hands down. And um, he just has crazy, mad, I wouldn't even, just amazing go-to-market strategies around, um, you know, sales, marketing and customer service in the SMS space. Their brand works with brands such as Brooklinen, Native, 310 Nutrition, and he's been on the show before. And um, a lot has changed. He was, he was on the show at least one year ago, I think. Mm-hmm. But Alex, welcome to the show. I'm just babbling around. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be back. Fantastic, fantastic. It has been a while. It's been 12 months um, since mm-hmm. you, you last came in. And SMS from my perspective, has has blown up as a channel. Um, several D2C founders who've come here have it as a key pillar in their arsenal to um, nurturing customers and acquisition of customers. Um, and yeah, it's it's been full circle now. Um, what what exactly has changed? Actually, um, yeah, was what, what exactly has changed in the world of SMS? Yeah. Uh, where to begin? I mean, when we first spoke about it, I think that SMS was really in like the early adopter phase. And we didn't, last year, we didn't really know how the market was going to use the channel. And, and we were seeing interesting early results. But what's changed in the last year is adoption, right? We're seeing SMS regularly become a top three revenue stream for mm-hmm. our customer base. Um, we're seeing just the the adoption of like lots of different acquisition channels to build SMS lists, um, really creative stuff that we should get into. And we're seeing the use case in general advance. So people are getting more targeted with what they're doing. They're building better creative for it just because they're seeing that, look, this is like an early days in a totally new marketing channel and it's mobile first and mobile focused. And e-commerce went mobile years ago. Right. And email, though still very important and very valuable, is really built as like a desktop first medium, whereas messaging is how we communicate on mobile. So brands are doing really cool stuff, just adopting the channel fully, building their lists and getting really targeted with what they're sending out. Interesting. I'm going to touch base on um, what you talked about in regards to creatives. Yeah. Because I recall a few months ago, you guys released a, a website, which is like a is like a swipe file more or less on, yes. um, on, on, on creators it's called really good text.com. Yes. Um, 
Let's talk about it. So I'm, I'm on it now. And for the benefit of YouTube viewers, if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, I'm just going to share my screen now. And um, so, so this is it. And um, yeah, what inspired you to, to build in it out? And how did you curate? Are these all your customers? Or um, is this just the best of the best um, across the industry? Because I can see Gary V here. Yeah. So uh, this is something we're really proud of. We launched really good techs uh, just about two months ago. Mm -hmm. And um, this was originally inspired by really good emails, right? Okay. Whose team we know and love, which was like the original email swipe file. Yeah. Really good techs is a little bit different. Um, and the reason we built it is because we hear from marketers all the time. We hear from really good e-commerce marketers. that They don't know what a good text program looks like and they don't know what good texts look like. So we have access and visibility into thousands and thousands of brands. So to your point, we wanted to build a swipe file. It can be broken out by product categories or by use case, like welcome message or abandoned cart or campaign. Mm -hmm. And we're really proud of it. Um, it is not only PostScript customers. We want okay. it to be a resource for yeah. anyone in e-commerce thinking about SMS. Yeah. And people can submit. And it's been fun watching a few of like our friendly competitors submit mm -hmm. ideas to the site, which we love. Interesting. The, uh, the other thing I'll say about it is it's part of like a larger initiative for us, which is we're realizing how much learning there is to do. All these marketers and all these brands are trying to adopt SMS, but they've never done it before. And it is different than email. So this, plus some stuff we'll talk about later, is really PostScript making a concerted effort to just build resources for the e-commerce community to learn mm. about the channel. Mm. And that's mm. like a huge focus for us right now is education. Okay, so let's talk about the DNA of a really good SMS message. Mm -hmm. um, what makes some of these really tick for you? What do you want to see? What, what should people sort of implement from a creative and a tone of voice standpoint? You know, um, brevity, length, images, emojis, you know, what yeah. you want to see. So uh, interestingly, there's two different types of messages. There's SMS and MMS. SMS is plain text messages and MMS has like the pictures or the GIFs. Mm -hmm. And um, what's really interesting is that MMS messages are more expensive. They don't historically perform that much better. So mm -hmm. even though there's a visual image, they don't really get higher click-through rates. They might sometimes drive a little bit higher revenue than a plain text, mm -hmm. but the ROI on plain text, because they're so much cheaper, are, is even better in aggregate. So that's one thing, interesting note about creative. But really in creative, like there's a bunch of specifics. We like to see brands start off a text with their name. So the end user is reminded where it's coming from. We love to see people uh, space stuff out, include emojis, maybe include a really relevant image, use a branded short link, maybe include a PS at the end. There's all kinds of like things to check boxes on, but the tone is what I find most important. And the like great tone is one where when writing the text, you have some self-awareness about what you're doing, right? You are sliding into the most personal, personal communication inbox that anyone has. And brands haven't been in there very long. So brands that are self-aware about what they're sending out and don't just think promotion, 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 basic, like same as email copy, and instead think to themselves like, I am sending a human being a text message. 
whether that means it's coming from the voice of the founder or whether that means it's goofy, or whether that means it's mysterious or makes cool designs out of symbols, just making the most of this channel instead of just thinking like promotion, call to action, link, that's what makes a good text. It's just a human layer to it. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. So yeah, it, it can't get any more personal than SMS from a communication standpoint. So, you know, that tone of voice is super important. Okay. So um, in that realm, what about the, you know, you, you mentioned the sender address, you know, how things have actually, you know, changed a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. What are brands allowed to do from um, a from, from from a phone number send, from a deliverability standpoint? Um, what are the, the new rules more or less now in with SMS marketing? Yes. So uh, it's different country by country. And, uh, but in the US specifically, the US has the tightest SMS compliance regulation in, in the world. It's called the TCPA, the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. And what that essentially does is it states that if you send a text to someone who hasn't explicitly opted in, you're liable for $500 to $1,500 in penalties per text. So if someone sends a blast out to a million people that they didn't get the right opt-ins for, that's, that's hundreds of millions of dollars in damages. Yeah. So, um, and what's happening is SMS is getting adopted more is that uh, people are more and more tuned in if they get a text non-compliantly. So at PostScript, how we approach this problem is that we've built compliance into like every aspect of our platform. So brands don't have to think much about it. We like don't let people add subscribers through a non-compliant source. We like don't let people just upload lists without ensuring they're compliant. Um, and so that's one big thing is that compliance is coming to the forefront and making sure that people are explicitly opting in, which means they check an unchecked box or they send a text confirming they want to be subscribed versus they put in their phone number as a shipping piece of shipping information and they get a text later. That's not allowed. Um, the other thing is deliverability continues to update. So just like how people with email focus on deliverability, with text, uh, you get different deliverability based on the technology you're using. So if you use short codes within the US or Canada, which are the like five or six digit numbers, we often see them attached to political campaigns. Those have the highest deliverability, but they cost a lot of money and they're getting harder and harder to get. So people are now starting to send a lot through, uh, at PostScript we utilize short codes, but people are starting to send a lot with other platforms we're seeing through long codes, which are normal 10 digit phone numbers. And I would just say to any brand out there sending through long codes, it is cheaper, which is great, but so many of your messages are getting filtered and so many of your messages are getting non-delivered or blocked that you really want to be cognizant of what your deliver deliverability rates are. You want to do a lot of testing if you're sending out through long codes and you want to send in lower volumes because that technology isn't built for sending a campaign to 100,000 people in 10 minutes. It, it's just not designed for it. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. 
Is your e-commerce store powered by Magento, BigCommerce, Commerce Cloud, WooCommerce, or a custom cats platform? Is it slow? Does it have too many fields or involves too many steps to complete a purchase? Enter Bolt. It's the fastest e-commerce checkout in the industry, period. Bolt loads 10x faster than native checkouts with an average checkout duration of just over 30 seconds. Bolt is mobile native with no scroll on mobile screens. It offers a zero fraud guarantee and has 42% fewer fields than native checkouts. Bolt supports Stripe, Apple Pay, PayPal and several more payment gateways and providers. Bolt helps luxury sunglasses brand Dita reduce checkout abandonment by 32%, which resulted in a 50% conversion rate uplift. Don't lose customers at checkout, use Bolt. Bolt is offering a completely free bottom of funnel checkout audit to 2x e-commerce listeners. Head over to bolt.com forward slash 2x to get your free checkout audit now. That's bolt.com forward slash 2x. And then within Postscript, what kind of metrics do you do do marketers get get fed back mm-hmm. um like click through rates you know what open rates or how what deliverability you know what yeah. do you, is it very similar to email it's very it's very similar to email one huge difference is views there's no way to track an open in someone's cell phone right okay. we can't like place a pixel in a text so we don't know if someone opens we only have industry data about that right 95% of people open every text whatever uh, we but we track clicks and we track then the entire like conversion funnel post click. So like what the people purchase, what specific product they bought, et cetera, et cetera. And then we UTMs are able to, you know, backtrack and understand what's going on. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Now let's talk about obviously um, respecting customers um, and their privacy and just, just respecting that, you know, access you have to them. Um, what, in your opinion, are the most important message types in 2020 um, brands should utilize a platform like Postscript to, to send you know, SMSs um, to? Yeah, so I feel very, very strongly. And what we say a lot inside Postscript and when we, what we say to customers when we bring them on is less is more. Like less is more with SMS. The days of doing abandoned carts and sending a text to your full list twice a week with a 10% off coupon, those days should be done. If you're doing that, you need a much, much, much more advanced strategy. People's sensitivity is so high to getting texts that if you take a more targeted, nuanced approach, you'll see lower unsubscribes, your costs will be lower because you're sending less, and you'll see pretty similar revenue and people, your customers will just be less annoyed with you. It, the channel will work better. So that's kind of the context. But to answer the question specifically, we like to, we love to see brands take a personal touch. Yes, you should use it for, you should use it for anything that's relevant of sending a text. An abandoned cart, that's relevant for sending a text. A new product drop that people signed up for a wait list for, that's very relevant if, uh, and worthy of a text. Uh, your Black Friday campaign. That's totally worthy. Yeah. Sending a 10% off code twice a week, every single week to everyone, no. Doing a targeted segment based on what people have bought before to promote a new item, that's a great use. And then the other thing that most brands still aren't doing 
is all the non-marketing stuff. So brands are still seeing huge ROI from using SMS as a support channel and a promotional channel. They see lower unsubscribes. Uh, and we do we run sentiment analysis to see if people are happy or unhappy. And if a brand does replies and manages responses, the end users are much happier in what they send back in. Mm. Um, so it's, it's response management. And the last thing is like uh, non-marketing stuff. So there's a brand called Bloom and B-L-U-M-E. And they have been sending out uh, scannable Starbucks gift cards okay. via like MMS to their VIP customers. Uh, they're also running a, they're running a book group right now with some of their customers through SMS. Um, we've seen people create uh, like conversational flows to like recommend what product is right for them or to give the results of a quiz the user just took. Those are like non-marketing ways to just grow your list quickly and keep it really engaged. And exactly. we're going to see more of that. Exactly. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so in the world of e-commerce, one of the, 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 one of the email types that gets the highest um, open rates is your, you know, your shipping mm. or your, you know, your fresh, you know, when an, an order confirmation email. Um, so can you plug in a platform like Postscript to notify them when a product has been dispatched? I mean, that just gives me assurance and yeah, yeah, just assurance that, you know, um, they're on the mark and, you know, things are going as planned as per the, the transaction. To be honest, that's, that's a use case that I should have mentioned in my last answer. Yes. Ordered order is shipped with tracking link order delivery. Those are great texts. Also one I like is if you make a, like a three text sequence that we see a lot where Mm -hmm. order is shipped with tracking link, Hey, the package just got dropped at your door. And then like a week later, Hey, are you happy with your order? Do you need help with anything? Getting that in text. Do you have any questions? Or, uh, there's a plant brand that sells plants online that uses us. They send you out like automated watering reminders and like plant care tips after it arrives. That's super cool. That, that is, that is, that is, yeah, that's amazing. That's, that's interesting. Very, very interesting. Right. Okay. So the lot has, has changed. Is, is there any other thing in, in SMS we should be, be aware of? It, it seems like um, it's more, it would be 50, 50 where it's 50, marketing and then you know 50% more engagement where you're you know using it to have a conversational you know um engagement with with your customers is is that that seems to be the case right now yeah i think that's a good framework it's not what we're seeing in the market mm-hmm. people are marketing 95% of the time right. but the brands that are like out in front and are getting really aggressive with acquisition and are really good at like retaining and keeping people happy they're doing a much heavier mix of, of content or, or engagement messaging. Okay. 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 And uh, someone came on the show and, um, you know, talked about how he was figuring out how to sort of create a chain of communication. Mm-hmm. So, um, situation where you've sent out, you know, um, an email or two or a couple of emails and then you follow through with an SMS that says, did you get our email? Um, and you could, you know, um, you know, use Messenger or, you know, what have you. Just using various communication channels 
to create a chain um, of you know conversations with customers without necessarily overlapping um, or repeating yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Are you seeing any trends like that where you know brands are similarly having conversations with customers where you see there's um, the, there's a um, low open rate you know on email and um, so because that email wasn't opened. Um, a summary of that um, email is sent by SMS, you know, and, um, you know, people are pretty much not bombarded with too many messages, but still, you know, um, get contacted in the most effective manner or effective ch- from the most effective channel. More yeah. or less. That's something we talk about a lot. It varies brand to brand is the hard truth. So an interesting thing is that like, The data shows us pretty clearly that touching people through multiple channels will yield a higher result than only touching them through one channel. And it's like omni-channel marketing. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm more likely to watch the new Netflix special if I see a YouTube ad and a billboard and a friend tells me about it than I am just one of those things. So whenever we run A-B tests on like post-purchase upsell flows, right? Email only, SMS only, both. The one both always yields like 15 to 25% higher revenue. So leaning into all these channels is what we recommend. However, to make it not duplicative and not toxic for the end user, we recommend that people apply a layer of filtering and time shifting to what you're describing. So don't plan on sending across every single channel at 9am on Tuesday, right? Stagger things out and then start deduplicating and removing your segments based on who purchased from the previous blast or like, who clicked the email but didn't convert, you probably want to send those people a text. And so we make it easy to like sync data across uh, your different platforms, most specifically with Klaviyo, which is the ESP that's used most commonly by our customers. And so it's kind of a mix and it really depends on how aggressive brands want to be with their marketing. But what we recommend is like, look, you can send emails seven days a week. You shouldn't be sending texts seven days a week. So what's your absolute like most important message in flow or on your marketing calendar that needs to go out this week. And like, that's a great use case for text. And then do it in a way where timing and creative is staggered. So even if they do get an email and a text about it, like the odds that someone is subscribed to both lists and fully opening both lists, if they get it on different days, then it's more like a reminder than it is. I'm getting annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's staggered and Mm -hmm. delayed, um, you know, on broadcast is really, really important. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. It's safe to say that most of us have been doing more shopping online lately. And if you're an e-commerce brand, that means you might be seeing more first-time customers. But once they've made the first purchase, how do you keep them coming back again? That's what Klaviyo is for. Klaviyo is the ultimate email and SMS marketing platform for e-commerce brands. It gives you the tools to build your contact list, send memorable emails, automate key messages and more. Way, way more. That's why over 30,000 e-commerce brands like Chobby's, Brooklyn Inn and Living Proof use Klaviyo to build a loyal following. Strong customer relationships mean more repeat customers or sales, enthusiastic word of mouth, 
and less dependent on third-party ads. Whether you're launching a new business or taking your brand to the next level, Klaviyo can help you get going faster. It's free to get started. So visit klaviyo.com 2x to create your free account. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com slash 2x. Which brings me to my um, next question, which is around um, best practices around the collection of um, of mobile, you know, cell numbers or, or mobile phone numbers. How are you seeing brands collecting it? Are they only focusing on mobile traffic, or um, would they also collect on desktop, you know, um, computers? Are these in landing pages? Um, what are the best practices right now um, for listeners to tap into? So I firmly believe that the brands that lean into building a list and nurturing it are going to win in the next decade. I mean, what mark, what other marketing channel do people own? So it's not like Facebook. You have to go pay for every time. What other marketing channel do people own that gets 98% open rates that yes, that will come down over time, but like brands really focusing on list growth are going to see dividends from that for years to come. So the best practices for it, uh, we're seeing everything across the board. Of course, collecting at checkout, starting with an unchecked compliant box, but then the higher leverage points are uh, mobile and desktop pop-ups, um, collecting via like on-site landing pages, of course, even on product pages, creating like a form for people to opt in on product pages and really ensuring that across your entire site, not taking away from email signups, but adding SMS is like, a secondary option or like a follow-up option for an even bigger incentive and like stacking them. The other ways we're starting to see people grow their list though is, and this often happens after someone sends their first campaign, they send a campaign and they see like, wow, I just got 40% click-through rates. How do I grow this faster? We're seeing them lean in to methods of growth outside of their site. So putting a leaflet inside all their packages that go out with a call to action to text in of like, Mm -hmm text 2x e-commerce to 30303, right? Just including that in all their packaging with a specific welcome flow for that. Or uh, starting to run social ads, whether it's just Instagram stories with like a one-click opt-in or actually running Facebook lead advertisements to grow your list really quickly in a compliant manner. And then we're seeing people even get more creative than that, where uh, we're seeing brands do stuff like if they run a community, we're seeing fashion brands have people like sign up inside of their community for drops We're using keywords or yesterday for the first time ever, I saw someone utilize a TikTok influencer who was like organically interacting with a brand via text and chatting about how crazy it is. And their TikTok post went viral and it drove like thousands and thousands of signups for the brand. So Sweet. people are starting to use influencers. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a brand work with Martin Sheen or uh, no, Charlie Sheen. Um, they had an ad running that he, it was Charlie Sheen saying like text tiger blood to like 30303 to get a special sign up code. So people are even starting to work with influencers to bring those followers like direct and owned in their SMS list. And that's, that's heavy, you know, um, and that will bring them on mass to, to build that list on mass. Let's talk about the Facebook and Instagram stories, um, you know, um, integration. Um, as far as I know, the like lead gen um, um, mm-hmm. ad formats 
um, are you referring to lead gen ad formats? Are you referring to link um, formats that get on landing pages where they opt in? How do you sort of um, acquire or build your list via Facebook and Instagram ads? Yeah, so we've seen all of it with lead ads. We see people using specific lead ads, getting the opt-in on Facebook, and then Facebook transmits the phone number as a new subscriber into PostScript. So a true like lead advertisement. Oh, wow. Um, so you have deep integration with a lead ad format where once they submit it, that they're opted in and they yes. know about it. Amazing. And they get, they get like a double opt-in message or a welcome message, um, just depending on the brand's preferences. And then uh, the thing there though is brands really need to use the proper compliance language and setup. We have a guide on site for it. Mm-hmm. They cannot mess around though. They have mm-hmm. to follow the compliance steps. Uh, but then we're also seeing brands share uh, the one-click SMS opt-in links on their Instagram stories or from their Instagram profile. So these are links that people can generate inside of PostScript that when clicked, it opens up their SMS app with a pre-filled opt-in message for the user to send. Okay. So, so it's, a spe- it's a special link. It's a special link. Okay. Swipe up to swipe up to sign up, swipe up to text us. Okay. Um, Okay. 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 So, so it's, that'd be very creative led swipe up to Texas and then it opens up your iMessenger, your, your, um, your messaging app, and then you, you know, you, you text and, and you opt in. Okay. With a pre-filled message. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Um, I think that's um, as extensive as, um, that's an extensive update. Uh, It's a good catch up. That's a great catch up for, for 12 months. Is is there any other thing I've, I've not covered um, that's changed in the industry in the last 12 months? I think we covered a lot. I'm excited to see what happens this Q4. I think we'll learn a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. What do you think about the impact of, of COVID um, in the part over the last three to four months on, marketing in general um obviously e-commerce blew up um and now people are getting back to the stores i I don't know you know it it would vary from state to state in in the u.s but in the uk um there is a new normal quote unquote and um things are starting to sort of slow down um, from an e-commerce standpoint um because people are willing to go out um, to stores but not like before um, how's that? It, what, from your lens, on your perspective, you, you have access to a ton or thousands of um, stores, um, so you, you'd have a very unique perspective on on COVID and um, e-commerce. So, do, do you have any any cues or any any data from your end? Let me, we made a post a little while ago because we saw a huge amount of of demand as well. So we saw a big spike in demand, and we dug into like our data science team dug in to see like what was changing in message content. And we saw some interesting stuff. So the mask emoji had never really been used before. And we saw it was suddenly like the top trending, like emoji, which like that was just funny. And we're seeing things like home and like prayer hands, Mm. um, a heart. And those were just unusual, um, which is like nice to see brands caring, Mm. uh, even if they are taking it a little lightly. Um, (laughs) The other thing is, and there's a whole post about this on our blog, but we started pulling words out and like we were seeing people text their users, stay safe, stay together, like social distance, stay healthy, quarantine. For our mask. Yeah. These are things that are not normally going out. This is like, I view it as kind of beautiful because it goes to the trend we were talking about of like, we want to see people humanizing the channel more. 
and talking about health practices. And we saw this huge spike where at its peak at the end of March, 26% of all messages going out were related to COVID. Mm. Like they weren't abandoned carts. They weren't shipping notifications. And then the coolest thing we saw is we saw just check-ins. People were sending texts, not about selling something. They were saying like, hope you're doing okay. Like, let us know if you need anything. Um, like stay safe and stay healthy. Here's like practice love and affirmation, like a little mm. mental health reset. It seems and like it's best practice to mention your store name at the start of a message. Um, Cause all the is. four examples, you know, have that. Um, yeah. it, it is. Okay. Um, it's just a good way to remind people. Okay. And so, yeah, we saw like a, we saw this groundswell of organic caring, um, mm. which given how bleak things were, especially, especially in March and April, that was like nice to see. And the sentiment, we did a sentiment analysis and all this, and the sentiment analysis was so high. The COVID check-in messages were the like happiest responses from end users we've ever seen on a text campaign yeah. before. Yeah, that, that's a, so nurturing of brands to 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 um yeah to 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 take that route um in communication and yeah everybody really needed a bit of assurance over that period you know um yeah so so it's really really good okay so um just over four months no seven months ago I think um you guys raised four point five million you know um dollars in I think it was was it seed it was a seed round right mm-hmm. um, correct. What, and we spoke um, about a year ago. What has changed now uh, at PostScript? At the time, I think you had um, a team size of 10, maybe. Um, wh- how have things changed now? There? Yeah, so a lot has changed. Um, we raised that money uh, to, to tell you the, the real scoop. Uh, we raised that money quite a while ago. And then we finally announced it when you see that uh, article. Um, because our ethos is like not one to focus on fundraising. We like the company building stuff. Mm -hmm. And so originally when we raised it, we just like got right back to work. Like Mm -hmm. that's how we want to focus. So, um, we did raise it and our team's grown a lot. Uh, we're now up to 28 or 29 people. Um, and it's exciting because we've been in business for two years and we've been full time on it for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And so we're growing well and we've got like 10 open job posts right now. So um seems like PostScript's resonating with e-commerce brands, which is great. And I'm grateful Ab- for it. Absolutely. And it, it's very telling on the channel itself. You know, it, it has a lot to give and you guys are, you know, taking the right, right, right steps. So um, any other changes there or, um, you know, um, from how, how you build in, you know, things out, you know, there for, for, for partners and, um, you know, and customers, what, what, what's happening? Yeah. So there's actually one thing that's totally new that I haven't spoken about elsewhere, where we showed really good texts earlier that like repository swipe file for SMS. Mm-hmm. And I'll share my screen here too. So something we just launched is a few different certification courses. And so if you're on the PostScript site, there is both a partner certification and a general SMS marketing certification. And so these are completely free and it really boils down everything you and I have been talking about, all the best practices, the compliance, how to think about like pricing. It really boils it down for people into like a several hour long course. Mm -hmm. And so the SMS marketing certification is really intended for just about like anyone, especially marketers at brands who want to like get good at SMS. This is not PostScript specific. It's about SMS in general. 
And it's a bunch of video courses and then a test. Mm-hmm. And it covers all kinds of stuff, best practices, list growth, things like that. The partner certification, which is also free and open, is specifically for agency and technology partners within the e-commerce ecosystem who are looking to learn all that stuff, but then also how do we sell SMS as a managed service? How do we operationalize it? What's liability like? So the partner certification is a little bit larger, but there's a lot of overlap between the two. And for us, for both of these things, it's really about like, just like with really good techs, and there's a lot more coming here too, is like, how can we build tools to help the ecosystem learn how to do this right? Yeah, it makes sense. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. So yeah, um, if that, this will be my shameless plug. If any no, listeners, yeah. if any listeners uh, out there want, uh, want to get PostScript certified, you get a certification, you get a LinkedIn badge, it is live on site and open under learn. Yeah. And the other thing, I'm going to go to, I got to jump to Twitter to show this one. Uh, the first 150 people to complete the merchant certification. Okay. We made this really cool. Oh, merch. Oh, wow. Sweatshirt. All right. So it's a sweater. Yeah. You got SMS certified. It's <laughs> retro swag. So 150 of those to the first people as well. That's a great incentive. That's a great incentive. And it's a no brainer for, um, for, for your team members. You know, if you have, junior or senior team members, you know, send them there to, to get, you know, um, the knowledge, you know, from, 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 from root source. Yeah. And you know, to be, to be honest, we, uh, a company goal for this quarter is that mm-hmm. every single person at PostScript is getting certified and we're making good progress towards it. And every single new hire is getting yeah. PostScript certified too. We yeah. like put all our perspectives into that stuff. You like, speak the language, you know, essentially, exactly. right? top to bottom customers and partners, essentially. I'm speaking on behalf of UK businesses, UK e-commerce businesses, or UK direct-to-consumer e-commerce businesses. Um, when we use PostScript in the UK, you talked about short codes in the US. What happens um, for non-US from so for UK and non-US um, customers? How what format is it? You know, appear on their customers' um, um, mobiles or, or or cell phones? Yeah. So. Um we have a bunch of customers in the UK. Mm-hmm. Techs are a little bit more expensive um, in the UK mm-hmm. than in the US or in Canada. Uh, and the short codes aren't available, the like five or six digit numbers. Yeah. So they're sent through regular telephone numbers. And then uh, also, I think I, um, I think there may be alphanumeric numbers that are available to UK customers soon. So it can come from like the name of a brand and that isn't something that's available in the U S. Okay. 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 Be super, super interesting to, to give it a go from the UK. Um, yeah, I think, you know, you guys are doing really well, Alex, and, um, thank you for, um, you know, sharing the updates. I've learned a a lot around SMS, you know, and, um, I've, I've got that refresher, um, for you know, those who want to reach out to PostScript, um, it's just postscript.io. That's P-O-S-S-C-R-I-P-T.io. Um, you're on LinkedIn. You're on um, Twitter. You hang out on Twitter quite a lot. Um, what's your handle on Twitter? My handle is very, very stupid. My handle is Ring My Beller. Ring uh, my my Beller. last name is Beller. Bell. <laughs> uh, Ring My Beller. Uh, my DMs are open. I love chatting with brands or people who have questions. Thank you so much, Alex, for, for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2X e-commerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. Grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app. Catch you on the next show and keep growing.